All right, back here on the sports grind. Coward Casey Jonas Clark producing. Mr. Fans spin the one and twos, 1-800-707-9760. Broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Zing Zang. Two words, a key to any perfect cocktail, and that's Zing Zang. Make sure you try out their pre-made alcoholic drinks or just stick to the original mix and add your own favorite alcohol. That is Zing Zang, official sponsor of the sports grind. What's Perfect up? for floating the river with during this weather. If you're going outside early. The hell's floating in this in the river in this damn weather in about 102, 103. Get in the water, dude. Cheaper than the air conditioning bill. Okay, man. Talking to a brother, first of all. I am not getting out late. You know, if I got to play sports and actor, that's one thing. I had some time best uh, shaping my career early on playing. I've had some hot days out there on the court and then on the soccer pitch, the whole deal. But not at this age if I ain't got to, no. I mean, uh-uh. I ain't want to go take the car to get washed this weekend. I was like, man, I'm just getting older because I've grown up in this stuff. But again, it's different. I'm like, yeah, let's make your ass think of some type of climate change or whatever you want to call it. Okay, what you call it, it's hotter. Ass is hotter. But anyway, okay. So going into field, but before we do this, we've got to we've got to get some clarification. And normally, like I said, in this since I've been doing this show, everybody takes time, even if it's not five days a week, if it's three days a week, anytime anybody that takes time to get to their device or in a car or at work at a desk to take time to listen to this show. While I'm still breathing the mic, I've always considered family. And I've always considered, like, most decisions I make on, you know, Mo, it's always been like that for the time I've done it. You know, get input. But this is one of these that I wanted to take to the streets of Grind Nation. You know, Dante labeled that. You know, he calls us Grind Nation. I'm like, man, I never did say that, but I've never went with that. But as Dante, our loyal, list, loyal listener, Dante swears he's a hockey expert too. But Don, and Dante called the other night he's, on that he's one. Called, yeah. yeah, he said that he figured Lightning was coming back to win the series. But to Grind Nation, okay, um, we've got Mike on hold. Okay, but before we go to Mike, okay, people that didn't know, we, you know, Mike called up here and said, man, go to say Dallas. Dallas, are you going to see? And I said, you know what, man, you call up here every day. It's one thing, you know, we go through these segments. Sometimes Mike, you know, has the capabilities of holding for a long time, you know, just because the way it goes. Um, I wouldn't have that patience. You know, I hate calling and making reservations, put my ass on five minutes. Like, man, I'm busy all are, man. Just answer. Let me get off the phone, man. There's still a game going on, let alone to hold on to talk to somebody. But I told him, I said, hey, if Dallas wins, you get a week. I mean, you'll get, you'll pretty much for a week, I'll manipulate the segments or whatever not to leave you on hold past five minutes. Like, so I said, but if you lose, it's going to be a week suspension when not calling. Now, I had plans coming in here today before we got out to sit here and say, hey, you know what? We're one day away from Mike, from the suspension of Mike's being lifted. Because keep in mind, during the Memorial Day holiday, when we made this bet going previously, Golden State finished that series that Friday, the weekend, or whatever it was. It was over. So Monday was a holiday. So Tuesday... In my in my eyes, I thought Tuesday the clock start Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Monday, and the day Tuesday is seven days. I wasn't counting the weekend 
and holidays, even though we wasn't on air that Monday, it's actually, it's like when they tell you it takes five business days to clear. You don't count Saturday or Sunday, but you're saying that I'm wrong. Yeah, we're only on five days. Our show week, Sports Grind week, is five days. So when you factor, he served Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then yesterday as Monday. That's a full five day. That's a sports grind week. That is five business days. For a full week, we have not been able to talk to Mike. I think his suspension is served. Twitter world, let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Do we let Mike in? He can he can go we he can get past this segment. We'll have a decision. I ain't gonna leave him. But before we do it, Sam, in in the in house let me get to, like, we in a double, we, we in the jury room. Everybody, we trying to go to lunch. We got somebody on, uh, serving about to look at 20, 30 years. We give them, we in deliver, we waiting. We, we, we letting the other people deliberate, but I'm coming to you saying, Hey, Sam, man, give us some, what's your, what's your clarification on this and what's your deal? Putting my lawyer hat on, you said a week. You didn't say a broadcast week. You said a week. Even that, so, that's what that's, I even feel. So, like you have to factor the weekend then, and that's two decades. You had Saturday, Sunday. That's seven days. No, but technically today week, would be seven saying, days. You're not saying a week of the show. If you're saying a week of the show, then that's five days, not seven days. I think a week would be today, though, right? That's what I'm saying. That's we, what I'm saying. him today. Because you well, have today to, would be the seventh day, though. Right. It would be the full week today, so tomorrow he could. Right. No, he, he's been off for five show days and then saturday sunday that's seven total days man even though this, we're not on on the weekends that's a week okay that's, we, we, this was a discussion during the 10 minute break that we just yeah, had yeah <laughs> wait, wait a minute man okay so i got sam's input he's kind of leaned toward it i want to know what twitter world thinks you know people that follow sam jonas y'all can tweet him uh you know we let mike in next thing we hear what he got to talk about lift the suspension or do we have him Parlay this call into tomorrow. So as I continue, we tally in Twitter. Anybody participates, and we'll make the decision. Stay strong, the Mike. Stay we'll strong. Yeah, Lee, you know, Jonas. Jonas is fight for Mike because Mike can keep this damn Baker Mayfield and Cleveland discussion going for the whole damn month. That's what Jonas is at. Anyway, all right, so. Yeah, hold on for a minute. Yeah, exactly. Hold on while we tally and see what the world, see what the city thinks, you know. Um, listen, back to my live. Um, Phil, if, if you haven't read it, I mean, SI.com got the interview with Phil to break his silence. Um, you know, Phil says he's not quitting. He's not, re, you know, giving his tour card up. He also admitted to a gambling problem, but he said that it was years ago. Um, he said that he's got it under control. He said he was very reckless. He said he's, I'm just paraphrasing. He was embarrassing saying that, Hey, you know, um, he said, me and Amy, which is his wife for years, said that we're, Arthur, we've been financially secure for a while. Um, you know, but yes, there was a point that it got out of hand and I've dealt with that. A lot of therapy, blah, blah, blah. So people that's followed sport, and I've told you, I, that's not breaking news to me. I know that Phil has been rumored to like to really, uh, go hard in the paint and gambling. Um, but again, he still kind of like has one. He to me, Dustin Johnson for this is Dustin is calling the PGA's bluff. That's what my opinion. I think basically Dustin sitting there and saying, "Hey man, I'm done. I don't want to play golf till I'm seventy. I'm done. This is strictly for my family's decision. Yeah, this is more money. I'd have to play to whatever to count this money. Okay, he's let it known, but at the same time, he's also feeling like I, I, I think the P. I'm just this is my opinion." But I think Dustin in his mind is thinking like, you know what? 
I think the PGA is going to cave. I think we'll be okay. So I'm going to take the and, and also I think Dustin's looking like uh, y'all never embraced me as one of your tour champions, one of your field guys, tire guys, you know, Kepka. I think Dustin feels that way. Okay, and if that's the way he feels, that's I mean I can't tell nobody that how not to feel you've been treated, but I think a lot of that is is wrapped up to Dustin's playing poker, and I do believe that you will find out how big of a threat the PGA feels that Tour Live is to them by what their reaction is going to be to this if they stand hold. That meeting they had for a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, couldn't be for nothing. If they come out and lay the gun like sorry, Phil, we know you ain't playing the U.S. Open. And either will Dustin turn his card. And there's a couple of the guys that's over there, too. They just ain't got the name of Dustin Johnson and Phil. I want to see in the next 24, 48 hours how the PGA. And this situation is not going to be resolved in the next 24, 48 This is going to be years in the making. But I just to see what happens. But I feel that I think that we'll find out how threatened the PGA feels about this tour live. And you were telling me at this tour, this tournament they're going to have, just for showing up, every player is going to get what now, you tell me? The minimum guaranteed, according to the DraftKings blog as of today, is $120,000 for any golfer participating in the in, in a live golf tour event, not just this first one. So even if you finish dead last, they go on to say, that for comparison, this weekend you have the RBC Canadian Open. RBC was a major sponsor of Dustin Johnson, who has stepped away now. Hmm. Um, the 20th place golfer at the RBC Canadian Open this weekend earn, will, will earn 115000 for placing 20th. Just think hmm. about that. To win this weekend's Live Tour event, $4 million payday. Hmm. That's, that's, not your, that's not your contract to join the tour. That's your prize pool. And then you look at how these relationships are all playing out. There are a number of major sports books that I've looked at that are not including the Live Tour this weekend. Hmm, that doesn't shock me. They in bed with the PGA. I, I, I'd be surprised if they get list action and odds on these tournaments coming up now. Does the Vegas, the Desert, and these games, do they want to? Yeah, they would love to. They double dip. They, they sell out their morals regardless of what this regime has done or responsible for this reporter's murder or how people view uh, Saudis after 9-11. Yeah, they go ahead and sell out for the dollar if they could, but I think they're going to proceed with caution. They want to try to find a way they can get the PJ blessing. But you're damn right. I'm pretty sure they're standing down. For what it's worth as well, no TV network has touched this one. Uh, you can watch this weekend's event live. We'll see what those numbers look like on uh, livegolf.com, YouTube, and Facebook. Yeah, should be interesting. Uh, but, you know, hey, um, sometimes people feel like they got to fight the fight in regards they go. But this was sold to me as a bag of goods about how bad uh, it was or how much they were getting jobbed on the PGA Tour, how much control they got. It was never about that. It was never about Because if that's the case, you would have used this as leverage before. The Greg Norman in the game would have waited. They would have waited. To get the names, they would have waited. But, God, I mean, when you – that's like we've always said on this show. When you have a lottery ticket, I mean, when you hit the Powerball of the Mega Millions, I mean, who's riding around with a lottery ticket for about four or five months without cashing it? I mean, you probably can ride around for at least a month so you can get your affairs in order and you can get, you know, your lawyer to figure out how you're going to do, whether you stay anonymous and all that. But four or five, six months. So these guys, like, feel they had a $30 million deposit waiting on them or Dustin, however this was done. 
that's hard to sit there and say, okay, well, let's go. But don't tell me this was just about the way you're treated on tour. That's my opinion. 1-800-707-9760. All right, before we move on from that topic, let's go to the phone. Let's go to Fernando. Fernando, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760 and 1300 Zone. What's up, Fernando? Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, I just wanted to make a quick comment about that, uh, what's happening with uh, with the golf players. Is that, you know, a lot of people are trying to, to justify it and rationalize their decisions uh, about going after the money and everything, especially Cowherd and and Joy Tater um, before earlier that, you know, you know, we, we do a lot of things. The government does a lot of business like with China, you know, the NBA does things with China and uh, et cetera and so forth, you know, that we buy oil from the Saudis and they're supposed to be our ally. And, you know, but in this case, this is different because these guys individually, they have a chance to stand up and speak and say, no, this isn't right. You know, you were talking about how much they're going to get, you know, just to show up. You know, they're not even going to compete. If you're the last one, you're going to make 150 grand. You know, so it, it, that's not even uh, a competition, really. It, they're just showing up for the money so that they can make the Saudis try and look good. That's all. Hmm, all right, uh, Fernando. Uh, well, the one thing I will push back a little bit on the call was the fact that I think it is still you're still going to get guys competing, whether it's a 50 man field or 40 or 30 when you're talking about that kind of money at stake for first, second place prize. I mean, the bottom line is that they are ready and prepared to offer more money than any tour event, including majors on this tour and maybe what even sponsors are willing to go ahead and offer. And that's why I say this is a very intriguing situation. Um, and that's why I feel like there's no solution to this anytime soon. Uh, but I also feel like we can gauge on how threatened the PGA Tour is going to be by their initial reaction over the next 48 to 72 hours. Okay. Moving on as we wait uh, for the uh, the verdict on. Um, it's not looking good my, for you, man. Yeah, it, we, we got to wait on that verdict. Uh, but what we will do is we will move on to the National Football League. We kind of touched on it a little bit, you know, earlier about Aaron Donald getting his money. Um, we talked a little bit about the uh, the sale of the Denver Broncos kind of being almost complete or Rob Walton, the heir to the Walmart, is in, um, you know, the front runner, I guess, to get the team. But also the news today, Jonas, the Carolina Panthers, they're making news in history. What are they doing? Yeah, well, it is Pride Month uh, here in the month of June, and the Carolina Panthers have announced that they have hired the first openly transgender cheerleader in the NFL. Uh, Justine Lindsay is officially a member of the Top Cats. Um, She said on her uh, Instagram page, the cat's out the bag. You are looking at the newest member of the Carolina Panthers Top Cats cheerleaders. As the first transgender female, I would like to thank the beautiful and talented dancers who supported me along the way, alumni Top Cats family, and friends for your love and support. I would not have gotten to this moment in my life if it wasn't for the, for all the support. Uh, also thanking her coach and uh, saying this is a moment I will never forget. I cannot wait to show you all what this girl has to bring. Thank you, Top Cats, for a dream come true. And we're off. Um... Look, the thing that strikes to me about this is a couple things that's interesting to me. Number one, it, it just amazes me again. Like I said, the the NFL 
in any sport for that matter, but especially the NFL, they they get behind they make things happen that they want to make happen. Okay? Whether it's women executives in the front office, whether it's standing up for women's rights, I've told y'all forever about the women apparel, all that. They made the women coaches, they made an effort as a group to push forward for that. Um, to me, this is obviously, and that's why I say we're off, they're making, this is something that the NFL is looking at, and pretty much it's the first. I believe it won't be the last, and this basically is something that the NFL wants to push for in regards for the rights of the equalities of transgenders too. I kind of feel on this as well too. I'm like, well, damn, it's kind of like, you know, the pushback, you know, Chappelle got in regards to his kind. It kind of goes down to it's like, damn, you know, in the NFL, you know, we feel people like me that look like me feel like hell. We're still fighting for more equality for positions, whether it's coaching, African-American head coaching or even executives in the front office. And it brings me back full circle in regards to my topic a few moments ago about minority and african-american ownership in a team that's the first thing that stood out to me about that i'm like wow like the nfl is really like we got groups giving a line i feel in regards to the nfl is this is something that they're telling you that we're going it's not it's the first it's not going to be the last but i feel like that's lets me know and i bring it back full circle to the sale of the denver broncos which i will continue that when we get back we'll also check on the tally to see what uh mike's faith is for today okay if he's going to get early uh release or not on good behavior uh, we'll talk about that when we get back you'll listen to the sports crime we are broadcasting here from the hazel sky online studios we'll be back Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included. And whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Stan Spin, the one and twos, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. Great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the community and surrounding areas. And don't forget, now they've got into the moving business, too. So if you're looking to move, all right, or are you looking to have a storage where you need to move? Tiger Sanitation as well. And where do they go, Jonas, to go ahead and find that? For moving information, choose tiger.com. Yes. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the sports club. You know, the other thing I always admired about Prince, too, like Prince, Prince always found that, that, that hot chick or that hot woman that nobody's had yet. They didn't even know. 
Like nobody even knew when 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 Prince was messing around with Carmen Electra, no one even knew who Carmen was. There's a couple other ones that come to my mind in regards to before either. And he was doing it in high heels. Never be done before again. Um anyway. All right. So real quick before we get to the verdict on Mike. Okay, we're just coming in from lunch and deliberations out of the jury room, and we'll give the verdict out here. Uh, we know the whole uh, city's waiting on this. Um, my point about the Carolina Panther thing. So I just look at it. It goes back to the thing where, I, yes, I'm a little, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you know the organization of Denver is finally going to get an owner because that's the most important thing. But I looked at it and probably maybe got my hopes up that this would be the opportunity to get a minority owner and the NFL could really have made that happen if they really want to. It hasn't been official with Rob Walton yet, but just because he might have the the better assets, the deeper pockets, they can still say, Hey man, you know what? This are, they've done it before. I've said it before. Why do you think Donald Trump hated the damn NFL and all that and calling them sons of bitches and all that kind of stuff? Cause he never got in the club and the USFL or whatever the hell it was folded that he was involved in because they didn't let him in. And that there's a lot, and there was some. When you talk about a group with Magic Johnson, when you talk about um, Byron Allen, and there's a couple other, there's other guy. I forgot what his name is. Another one. There was some. I mean, fine. You Puff Daddy, Jay Z. Hey man, we don't. You know your previous life. We don't know if we want that as an owner. You know, you used to be dealing in Marcy projects. Uh, I don't know, Puff. You kind of crazy, man. We didn't heard you throw mics and throw punches and chairs at artists and stuff, making them walk to get cheesecake. We don't know if that's a good, fine. We had some other candidates that, that doesn't come from that world. That what was it about, but they pick and choose where they want to push forward. The other interesting thing before I moved on to this, that is interesting to me that Carolina is really the first team and organization go, because if I'm not mistaken, in that consider in that up there in that religious that Bible Belt area up there that they really get like if you partake in I'm not saying this is where I'm going but I'm entering to see how that's going to help up to that area because that's one of the most religious beltways up there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Am I right on this? My understanding is that the Carolinas are pretty pretty right leaning. Okay, so this is where it's going to be interesting for me how it plays out. But he, it's not going to be the first. It's going to be. It ain't going to be. The last, it's the first, excuse me, but it won't be the last because I see the NFL working. It's yeah. Just topically, mm-hmm. and 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 it's not that we have to spend time on it, but growth into uh, Dallas and Jerry World. I mean, this is the cat's out the bag, as as the Instagram post says. I mean, we, we've introduced this this conversation into the NFL now. So what are you asking? You asked me, do I think Jerry would make a, a move to this? Or are we talking about? Well, does he the, even? Have, I don't even know that he would have the say over the over the cheerleaders situation in Dallas. Oh, he's got a say over everything, but I think he leaves somebody else to handle that. I mean, you are talking about the cowgirls. I mean, that would if you, if you really want to go ahead and raise some controversy, this would be the state, and that would be you know the situation that'd be at hand because how how I mean, we don't even know what the Carolina Panthers cheerleaders will call until this happens. Everybody knows about the Dallas. Every, I mean, this is Tex Ram's idea when he had it with Dallas of what he wanted to do with the Cal, with the you know the cheerleading stuff. So I mean, be no different than the than the, the type of attention it get. If we're talking about the Laker girls, nobody can tell you what the other team. I mean, hell, we got rid of bars down here, the Silver Dancers, because we wanted to kind of get in that realm of not being too PC and well, you know, that's tech. But it, we don't know. People don't know. So Laker girls. So those are the type that's a light and rod. I don't know how that plays out. Speaking of that baseball, a couple baseball notes. First of all, Sam, before I forget, we get the mat. Where do you do? Can the can the Rangers? Can they keep up this 
this type of competition. Now, I don't. No one's catching the Astros, and I know they lost the Mariners last night. Dusty got ejected. No one's catching them. When I look at you know, because I for 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 my Texas Rangers and how they do and what's the outlook, I I lean on you for that. I've seen them play a few times, but they compete every night, and they're right. They're right there in the act. I mean, I think they sit third. I think. Yeah, then, yeah, they're third. They've fallen. They blew a couple of ninth inning leads this week. Uh, one to the Rays, one to the Mariners, and I think they're sitting. Uh, they're like two or three games under five hundred now. But because baseball has that extra playoff team now, true, uh, good point. They're only want to say they're only like a game and a half or two and a half games out of that third wild card spot now. I mean, they, their lineup is is terrifying to any team in the league but they have no pitching i mean the the bullpen has exceeded expectations and they're going to you know average out level back out and the starting lineup is a bunch of guys that they're basically you know one guy that they have money committed to and then four guys in their mid-20s that they're you know trial to see if they're going to be a part of the long-term rotation Hmm. i mean i think if if the offense continues to overperform, I mean, they could slug their way to remain fighting for that last uh, wild card spot. But right? they have they have surprised you a little bit, though. Oh, that Matt, okay, I, that's what I was well, asking. The yeah. offense hasn't been surprising. It's okay. the bullpen was extreme is extremely surprising, and okay. and you know some of the performances from the starting pitching. But, okay, but there, I mean, there. They were a sixty win team last year. Yeah, I mean, they're they're nowhere, still nowhere close to. Contention. I got you. Okay, uh, the uh, the Angels are in a nosedive. I mean, just like two or three weeks ago, man, they were like oh, two games. In their last they're in a nosedive. Which they, got they were ten games over five hundred basically a month ago. Yeah, I know. And now like. they've lost twelve straight and fired Joe Madden today. Oh, they fired. I didn't see that. The Joe just Madden's broke, gone uh, about. 10, 15 Damn, so that's two managers gone already in a week's time. All it takes that first one. Oh, they fired him. We ain't doing too damn good either. And again, you wonder about Trout and you know, Tani. Are they going to get a chance to get on that big stage? Uh, and that's after Girardi, of course, is the first right. one, right? Yeah. Speaking of baseball, we were just talking about NFL making history with the transgender first cheerleader, but we didn't touch on this story. This was a few days ago, but the Rays. The Rays have found themselves in a similar situation uh, in regards to what the organization wanted to do uh, for Pride Month. Yeah, and the Tampa Bay Rays had a Pride Night the other evening at Tropicana Field. And the, the they wore special Pride de- decals, hats, you know, jerseys, and uh, it was optional for players. So the team made it optional. Hmm. Um, then you had uh, a group of players, including uh, pitchers Jason Adam, Jalen Beeks, Brooks Raley, Jeffrey Spring- Springs, and Ryan Thompson, uh, per Yahoo Sports, that all elected not to wear the pride gear. Uh, Jason Adams said uh, to the Tampa Bay Times, a lot of it comes down to faith, to, to like a faith-based decision. So it's a hard decision. Because ultimately, we all said that we want uh, all that. What we want is them to know that we are that all are welcome and loved here. But when we put it on our bodies, I think a lot of guys decided that it's just a lifestyle that maybe not that they look down on anybody or anything differently. It's just not maybe that we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus who encouraged us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. I think, first of all, um, I think it's a slippery slope when you're 
when you go to religion, uh, and I'm not saying it's not true what he's saying. I'm not saying that, but I think it's a slippery slope when there's something you just not or don't like or not down with that you run to that card in regards to that. I mean, you better be living Mother Teresa life. Uh, but that's my opinion on that. The question I have for you or y'all, do y'all think that they're treated any different by their by their teammates are looked away because this could be a team vote, but yet and still, if you're talking about only three guys elected, not even to put it on their jerseys, do they? Because they, the manager said there's not going to be a distraction, but then it's sometimes I have a hard time believing. Like, okay, are they going to be looked different from not even people in their clubhouse, but toward the league in general, from the other league peers in the league in general? And it will be. Well, I think it's definitely a conversation point now. You know, you're going. I think there they, somebody is going to look at them differently because uh, everybody knows somebody. I feel like who, mm. who might live an alternative lifestyle compared to what it is that you would. Um, we're in a time where, where people can be who they want to be. Um, and that's why you have pride month. And so I think that there's going to be, whether it's players or journalists or whatever that as, and we're only on June 7th. So we've still got two and a half more weeks of pride month to where these kinds of conversations and questions in a community like Miami and like Tampa Bay and Florida, Mm. like where this is Mm. going to be. I I don't don't think we're done with this yet. Okay. All right. Wow. I was just about to go to the verdict and Mike, I just looked down and Mike hung up. I guess he was like, Oh, well, but Mike probably thought I was going to leave his ass on. Wasn't going to take, but what for the sake of the audience and listening, what, what was the verdict? The verdict, Mike is you're a free man, dude. You're a free wow. man. You are you are more than welcome to to pick up that phone if you can and call back in. Uh, we had lots of people voicing their support for you on social media. Uh, Marquise Henderson here on Facebook said Mike served his time. Let that man free. Uh, we had Kansas City Rob uh, pulling out support for you as well. Uh, <laughs> we have a hashtag free Mike going on Twitter right now. So Mike, everybody wants to hear from you, brother. Well. He just he free. had to go. He must have had to go because because Mike would have held on just until the music came on. But I mean, how, many, how much time we got left in this segment? Uh, we still got five minutes. Okay. Well, you can call back, Mike. You were on hold, but if you call back because you thought I was just going to leave you on hold, not go back. You can call back. It's over phone lines right now. But so you were technically free. So even if you don't call back, don't put on me like, man, you ass. You you up here? Say, hey, I told you to leave it to the people, but you had to go. You like I held on, Mike. Probably man, screw you, man. But anyway, oh yeah, Mike Michael Esparza. Checking in on Twitter and uh, saying free Mike, he's probably going to talk about the Watson situation. No, I think that's probably what he did want to talk about, to be honest with you. Sam's giving me the look like, yeah, that is probably why he wanted to come back. Credit, though, if he did want to talk about that, because the credit he would have been Mike trying to reset like four topics from last week. Well, I had a list. Hold on, man. I had a list that I want to tell you. Y'all remember last Tuesday? Nah, but I love Mike, though. But anyway, um, yeah, man, so we'll see tonight. Um, Tampa Bay Lightning, Sam, did they tie it up 2-2 with the Rangers? Yeah, that's going to be a long series. Okay. Give me the Lightning to tie it up. Give me an estimate, Sam, on how many days the Avalanche could have off total if this goes seven. Oh, good Lord. I mean, it, if they tie it up at two tonight, then alternate for if it goes seven, three. I mean, that's a full week. Wow. I mean, it'll probably okay. be eight or nine days. Hmm. Okay. If it goes a full seven. I feel you. Uh, yeah, definitely that series I think is going to get real, real interesting. And I think we've got Mike check coming back in. Got to yeah, come on game, in. Sorry. Game seven, if necessary, Sam's point would be next Tuesday. Okay. All right. 
Um, definitely tomorrow we'll get into the preview of Game 3. Tomorrow we'll definitely resume. Like I said, I, I like the way hockey's doing it. They do it every other damn day. I've been bitching about this forever, about the NBA, but we'll get into Game 3 tomorrow. But without further ado, the man of the, the, man of the people has spoken. They've given us free. Mike, after a week's suspension, technically, you're here on the sports grind here on Ticket 760 at 1300 The Zone. What's up, Mike? Oh, uh, man, y'all, I feel like Deshaun Watson, man. Y'all see me worse than Deshaun. <laughs> I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be able to call in or not. Deshaun don't know if he's going to be able to play with Cleveland. I, I feel like Deshaun Watson right now. I hear you, man. What you got on Deshaun, <laughs> Mike? But, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, Jonas. No, I want to talk about Jonas, right? My man, I appreciate your support, Jonas, trying to get me back in. Because you was right. It should have been five days. Like you said, you know, uh, counting the weekend, too. So I agree with my man Jonas. It's just like, you know, he's a proud Cleveland uh, Brown supporter. And I support Baker Mayfield, you know, because, you know, he, uh, you know, he is a good, you know, he was a good player down in uh, Oklahoma and all that. And I think that he got screwed over there in Cleveland. And I, and I, and I agree with Jonas. I think that Deshaun Watson, me personally, uh, like I say, people in Houston, I don't like the way he handled the situation in Houston. No way. But you know I live in Houston. I, I kind of hope he do get suspended for the whole year because Deshaun Watson don't piss me off now. So I'm kind of hoping that he don't get to play for Cleveland. And then they let my man Baker Mayfield continue on as quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. And, and like I said, Jonas, I appreciate your support, brother. <laughs> You're always a good man. And, and I thank you for taking my call. All right, Mike. It was one call. Well, first of all, I, I kind of – Jonas brought me I don't think Baker's going to be there. It's going to be Jokobe. Reset. He always finds himself in this way. But damn, Mike, that's black on black crime, brother. You all, I hope you sit his ass out on you. He left Houston. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, and my question is, even if he has to spit out, sit out a year, was it worth it for Cleveland? Yes. And considering their franchise and they've been on a hunt, if they waited 20 some damn years to find that guy, they can wait maybe one more season. I would be. I'm not going to use the word surprise or shock. I, I got to hear because every day you're going to hear more stuff leak out of this civil case and then you'll get the nfl they've already said there's no timeline but they would like to have it here pretty soon and if i'm cleveland i'm really working the phones i'm calling them at least once a day what are we doing what are we doing what are we do i'm bugging the hell out of them until they make a decision okay like hey if you didn't really investigate this you had a year to investigate this. if you didn't do your due diligence or didn't interview these women or look at evidence then that's your fault don't try to drag this out on this civil case because who knows how long this civil case could be okay like I told you, it is what? What's today? June 5th? June 7th. June 7th. It could change by the time August comes around. But I told you, I'm leaning toward the Ravens, whether Deshaun's there or not, Ravens to be in that, probably that division and win that anyway with what they've got, kind of, despite Deshaun, um, Deshaun uh, not Deshaun Watson, I mean, Action Jackson. Uh, despite, Lamar. yeah, Lamar Jackson. Despite his troubles or with his contract, I think they probably would be the favorite. But anyway, man, that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos. San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region, and my people down Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for you at the snooze button, for you out the rack, just ask yourself, you grind in peace. See you tomorrow.